This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you for our lightning bets. You know, it's funny, Joe. We have had a jam-packed show here. Jam-packed. Uh, we had Rick, we had Kenny, who are both fantastic as per usual. And somehow we were able to carve time out to hear about Jake's moving. And we also still haven't figured out what to do with Blake Snell. Uh, but we didn't make time for Monty Williams getting paid. Uh, new head coach for the Detroit Pistons making more than $70 million over six years. Uh, Tom Brady uh came out with an interview basically saying i guys i am retired i'm not returning to play football i'm not going to play quarterback for the raiders etc etc a lot of other sports news we didn't get to uh and we still don't have any resolution with jake and blake snell we do have six pitchers listed for our list of losers for june uh and in case you missed it it's uh we've added sandy to the list but we have uh tyon alec manoa lance lynn kyle muller and jordan lyles I, I suppose we have six, so we're fine now. But mm-hmm. do we have any resolution here? Have we figured this out? I think we've figured out the LOL rotation. And I know on the tweet, for engagement purposes, Paul is going to list Sandy first. So then it's going to look like we're saying that Sandy's the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball. Uh, so that'll mm-hmm. be quite entertaining. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned the coaching movement. We barely talked about Nurse Tefeli the other day. A lot of big stuff going yeah. on. And, uh the Suns still don't have a head coach. Toronto has not replaced Nick Nurse. So we'll see if anything happens there. But Monty got paid, man. He didn't. He doesn't need to deal with the drama in Phoenix with some of those players. And he's going to hide out in Detroit and make $79 million. Wow. Leave, uh, yeah, there's one player on his team Hi. that makes more per year than him. Only one. Most lucrative contract for a coach, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah more I'm than sure seventy that's million. An upgrade. That's, that's mm-hmm. an upgrade. Um, we'll have to look back. I think Adrian Griffin from Budenholzer is an upgrade. I think. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were wondering with, with a lot with a lot of these. Did they upgrade? Uh, to Nick Nurse from Doc. It's an upgrade, right? Yeah, it, it's an upgrade. I mean. I, I think it's dangerous to sort of just assume generic things about coaches saying, okay, he was okay, but now you're getting someone really good. I mean, coaches, you know, part of it very much is culture culture setting, but some of it is also specializing in key things. I think with Monty Williams, the whole deal there is you got to turn Cade Cunningham into a superstar. You have to be able to do Mm -hmm. that. And he worked a lot with Chris Paul. 
And so I think that's kind of how that connection came together. Uh, but hey, look, if he can turn Cunningham into one of the great players in the NBA, then he's done his job. He's worth the value there. And Detroit suddenly becomes a playoff team. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, where, where are you starting as far as today goes? Where am I starting as far as, uh, well... All right, so we're going to start on the diamond here. Uh, Max Scherzer on the bump for the Mets going up against the Phillies. Scherzer has to have a good slider uh, for him to be effective out there. And one man who can hit the slider really well is Trey Turner. So I'm going to go over one and a half bases for him at plus 115. And in a way, I am uh, tailing Kenny here. Reds, Red Sox under five, first five at minus 120. Good pitching matchup there. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, at least uh, in the early going. And then uh, for game one of the NBA Finals, I'm going to do an alternate spread for the Nuggets, minus 14.5 at plus 180. It's entirely possible that game one gets out of hand. And, I mean, you could move this, you know, more if you want to, but 14.5, I feel good as far as that's concerned. So plus 180, I like the value there. So at least five possessions. And then uh, Caleb Martin over 2.5 three-pointers at plus 120. I don't consider this much of a hedge, but if Miami is down big, then Martin is going to have to hoist from deep several times, and I expect him to get at least three of those, Joe. All right. Uh, perfect. I gave out Nuggets minus eight and a half yesterday, and I believe Benham Jam's the only spot that still is holding on to that number. I find that interesting. Uh, Nuggets, four games to two, and a Jokic MVP is nearly five to one. So if I can combo any Nuggets series victory and get a Jokic MVP and uh, the price increases, I've got to jump on that. Plus 480 for that one. You know, if you look at Jokic versus Bam over the last couple of years, and that is uh, in, I'd say, more limited time. Last couple of years, they've uh, matched up four times, 34 minutes per game. But Jokic has averaged 24, 14, and 9. So now put him at 40-plus minutes. What's he going to do? I'm not scared of the PRA. I'm not scared of over 50 and a half when it comes to Jokic tonight. So uh, certainly uh, going to play that. And we talked about why you should take a look at the statistical categories. The three-point winners made is the one to uh, to jump in on where maybe you can find some value. And you guys threw out Martin, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Struess. I expect Miami to be trailing throughout the series. And there has been games where he gets a lot more run. Uh, and, and the value, I just couldn't, couldn't look away. It's 21 to 1 for Struess to have the most made threes in the series. So a bit of a long shot there, uh, but but that's where I'm taking a shot. All right, sounds good. I will be on Nuggets first quarter, minus two and a half. That's just like, you know, three points, three, four points, couple of possessions. They got this. They're, they're at home. They got the rest. Maybe he come out a little sluggish. So I'll be on Nuggets minus two and a half first quarter in the Aaron Hawksworth just for funsies play of the day. <laughs> Jokic. This is so on brand for me. Ready for it, people? Yeah. Jokic to record a triple-double in every game in the series, which is only going to be four because they're going to sweep. It's 18-1. to one. Nice. Wait. Yes. I, so what's the bet? Jokic. Triple double to record a triple double in ev- in each game. Every game, I actually think that's possible. I mean, he in the series. Yeah, uh-huh. last series he uh, it hit in all but one. one so 
Um, was it game three or game four where it did not hit? Three. Because it was he. Okay. Three. Yeah. Because he had crushed it in the first two games, and there was like a boost out there for Denver win or. And Jokic triple double, yep. and everyone betted, and of course it didn't hit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's it for me. That no is baseball. Fine. Basketball like is back. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll hit diamond. Chris Bryant. His incredible history against Davies today. Fifty-two mm. at bats, hitting three forty-six, couple of bombs. So we will go. Uh, two plus and three plus total bases. I guess the lightning bet. Let's get weird. Three plus total bases at plus two sixty. We'll also play the home run at six to one. Nice. All right, I'm gonna do my bets before we circle back to the uh, Blake Snell shenanigans, um, fiasco, whatever you want to call it. Shenanigans. I'm gonna start with Hunter Green over six and a half Ks. Red Sox don't strike out a lot this year, but Hunter Green's on such a heater where it just might not matter. This like his last couple starts, 11 Ks, 10 Ks, 8 Ks against Colorado and the Yankees, teams that also don't strike out a lot. So, Boston like Kenny mentioned earlier, their offense has not been nearly as good as it was at the start of the season. So, I'll take Hunter Green on this heater over 6 and a half Ks. I'm going to go Mark Canna plus 195 for two plus total bases against Taiwan Walker, who is washed and bad. And Canna's actually been on a heater last couple weeks, 333, 462, 476 over the last two weeks. So I'll take two plus total bases from him. I might be a moron here, but I'm going to back the Padres on the first five money line. Joe Musgrove might have turned a corner in his last start, six and a third, one earned run against the Yankees, who had a top three offense in all of May. Spin rates are up across the board. His velocity kind of stabilized in that start against the Yankees. I'll take the Padres' first five money line. I'm also going to go with the Guardians' first five money line as dogs. I'm going to tell Tainer Bybee. He's been awesome as a rookie. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in the start except for one. Pablo Lopez has been good, but he's been really up and down and has a couple rocked starts against the at home. So far, he got rocked against the Nets and the Royals, two bad teams. And then the Jake is on just for funsies home run play of the day. Jeremy Pena is plus 560, two homers in his last five games, hitting 353 over that span. And he has good history against Detmers, four for seven with a double. And I have a couple bangers for futures for college baseball. I'm going to start with one that's not a total long shot, but a decent price. Nine to one for Florida. They're the second overall team yes! in the tournament. They've been awesome. They were amazing at home they're hosting a regional they could get to the super regional they were really good on the road and at neutral sites as well and i just don't think they have that bad of a path here so i like florida at nine to one and they avoid the curse of being the number one overall seed and another one that's a bit more of a long shot clemson at 25 to one went into the postseason 16 game win streak they have a rookie manager which is kind of scary first time guy in the playoffs or in the tournament whatever you want to call it but when you're this hot at the end of the season, that matters. They feel great. And I kind of like their path to hosting a super regional as a top eight seed. Obviously, they have to get past this regional. But there's nobody super scary except for Tennessee, maybe in their current regional. And after that, nobody really is a huge you know, favorite or huge monster team. So Clemson at a long price, I kind of like. Yep. I asked Ben Upton about them yesterday. I'm like, why aren't they getting respect? Everybody has some top three team and by far they have the best number yeah i like them a lot well mm-hmm. question yep also well they also have to get to 
Well, they have to get. Yeah, do they have to get past Florida to get to Omaha? They don't, obviously, mm. right? Uh, I had it written down and I lost it. I don't think so. They're on LSU I side, don't think so though. Either. They're on. They're oh, on yeah. the LSU side of the bracket, which is okay. Which I also looked at LSU too, because they were far and away the best team coming to the season, and at the end they kind of just died out. But they have so much talent where if they just flip the switch for the tournament, they could cruise. But I'm obviously choosing to go terrible number for LSU. Yeah, terrible. That's the problem. Yeah, everybody's clutching those priors. Okay, Blake Snell, what have we agreed on? So there's people that say that since Blake Snell's next start is against the Cubs, that I'm going to run away and use that as an excuse to say, well, no, he's going to pitch well. You know what? I'll go with the Cubs. I'll say that. So if Blake Snell has a good start in his next start, I will attempt. See, mine doesn't, it doesn't grow straight. My beard goes out, but we'll try. We'll go all the way. We'll go for the whole thing. Okay. Fair That's enough. Fair. I, I just I hope feel it's like it's either like mustache now. Yeah, it's either mustache now or Fu Manchu after one more start. So what? I will let's roll Fu Manchu, the shot at uh, Fu Manchu adjacent. Fu Manchu adjacent. Fair enough. Okay, it's a cousin. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the daily tip. Take care, everybody. Hey, it's Aaron Hawk.